And hello, everyone. Welcome to the weekly Yes And podcast. My name is Travis Thomas, the creator of LiveYesAnd.com and the host of the weekly Yap. And uh, today's podcast is another in the Entrepreneur Series. Uh, the different uh, business owners and uh, inspired uh, leaders uh, across the country and actually internationally that uh, I've been interviewing about what it means to be a business owner, how do you deal with the adversity, and, and what's the why, what's the purpose, what's the inspiration behind doing what they do. And so I've been blessed over the last few months to interview uh, and continue to interview such a huge collection of inspiring folks, all different fields who are living their passion and doing it with purpose. And again, uh, finding out what the routine is, how they overcome adversity, et cetera. And today's guest is no different. I do want to apologize up front that I did have um, some audio issues <clears throat> with the quality of audio in recording this interview. So I apologize for that up front. Uh, up front. I apologize to Yanren, um, but uh, I think the quality of the content makes up for the quality of the audio. And so uh, again, so today's guest is Yanran C. She is the creator of, uh, uh, Yan, of Yanran Career Coaching. You can check her out at yanrancareercoaching.com. That's Y-A-N-R-A-N careercoaching.com. And uh, again, she has another inspiring story like so many of the guests on the show. She was born and raised in China. Uh, she ran away from home to find her purpose. She ended up in the United States um, for school followed a passion for the fashion industry and worked in the fashion industry before finally realizing that her real gift was in helping and inspiring others. And so uh, uh, specifically you millennials out there. And so again, <clears throat> she is the creator of Yanran Career Coaching and uh, she took some time uh, from Arizona where she lives to share her ideas and insights with all of us. So please welcome to the Weekly Yap, Yanran C. So please help me welcome to the weekly Yes And podcast, Yanran. Yanran, how are we doing today? We are great. Good. Now, I know you're in Arizona, and uh, uh, you are the uh, the founder of Yanran Career Coaching. Uh, and I know you have, a, you have a really interesting story, and I know we're going to get into it. So tell everyone, though, first, what is Yanran Career Coaching, and how did you get into it? I have a online business called Yan Yang Career Coaching, which you can go to my website, yanyangcareercoaching.com. And I mainly focus on uh, helping people, um, mostly millennials, find out what their purpose is and find out what they want to do exactly. Um, and I do not, uh, I, and I don't um, teach people how to find their jobs, like interviews and resumes. Um, I only focus on the front step, like how to, because I believe if your heart knows what you want, the rest will follow. So um, I get into this business because I had a similar situation where I don't know where to go and what to do in my life. So I decided oh, I want to help um, the people do the same. Um, back when I was in high school, I was... Uh, born and raised in China, and as many of you know, um, Chinese education system is um, pretty intense. When you go to school, 
then you get a good grade, then you go to a good college, then you get study really hard, then you maybe get a master, maybe a doctor. So, and then uh, when you graduate, maybe magically you're gonna get a six-figure job. But the the reality is, uh, it's not that easy. And when I was in high school, I decided I it's, everything is pretty intense because there's like big exam coming for um, new college students. So there's a lot of pressure from family and from school. So I just um, can't take it anymore, and I ran away from home to um, decide I want to find my purpose. So. At that time, I had a my mom um, find out a opportunity. I don't know how she get this opportunity, but I had um, this thing to come to the U.S. Um, for a year, and I took it without second guessing. Um, now I'm here. <laughs> wow! Now, now there's so much there that that I know we need to hit on. A, that uh, you're in career coaching and you're helping millennials, which we'd love to talk about that. Uh, B, that you help people. Really, it sounds like you help them understand what kind of work they want to do that really resonates with their heart or their purpose, which is awesome. Want to talk about that? And three, um, you came over here from China as a teenager, and the courage and bravery it took to do that. So let, let's dig into that real quick. Um, what what uh, what state? What what town did you uh, did you live in for that year? Uh, mainly in Arizona, and that's the first um, first state. Well, not first day because I was in New York for like a week just to kind of traveling and um, look around. And then the first year, mainly in Arizona. Uh, I didn't get to pick and choose at that time. I just kind of went through the program and get um, just kind of landed here. And because there's a high school opening or something, so I um, mainly the whole year is in Arizona. Okay, so you're in Arizona for that year, and then mm-hmm. <clears throat> after that year, did you go back to China or did you have the opportunity to stay? Uh, after that year, because I. I was lucky. I got a um, high school diploma, so I can um, successfully apply for a college in the U.S. So I did apply to the um, art school in California, and then I go back to China for like three months just for the summertime and then come back to the college. And so what was that, I mean, where did that courage come from for you? Where did that drive, that inspiration come from for you that, that decided that you wanted to, to move, you know, a half a world away and, and come to the U.S.? Yeah, I think it, I kind of born with it in the sense because in my um, younger um, year, I was, when I was being like, 14 or 15, I can't remember, um, I had this opportunity to go to the UK for a few weeks and just by myself um, to, I guess, study English at that time. And I just took it without second guessing. <laughs> I guess I just um, liked, liked the idea of traveling alone. And then um, after that, I had some opportunity to go to Korea Korea to do some Taekwondo uh, competition, then I took that too for a couple of weeks. 
Um, and then I went to Hawaii um, alone again. <laughs> so I don't know. I just kind of like the idea of traveling alone and seeing the world. Holy cow! Okay, so you just keep your, your story. Your story just keeps getting richer and richer here. Uh, yeah, right. So you went to the UK as like a fourteen or fifteen year old by yourself. You end up going to Korea. By, you end up going to Hawaii. By the time you got to the US, you were just an old travel vet by then, weren't you? But everything's different. So everything's like first time. Okay. All right. So and 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 you're competing for Taekwondo. So is, has that been something that you've been doing your whole life? I actually got into it uh, for like two years. Before that, I was really into the dancing, like, what's that competition dancing called? I forgot. Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> I was all over the place. And so, okay, so you, you, you're doing the dancing, you're doing the Taekwondo. All right, so when you come to the U.S., um, obviously, uh, uh, what was what was the the biggest difficulty? What was the culture shock? What, what, what did you have to adapt to the most? Um, at that time, I think the main problem, I think, is English. Because, you know, in school, you teach English, and it's written English it's, um, for the testing. It's not really for speaking. And there's a lot of local language. Um, you just don't get into it unless you are in this culture. So that's a, a shock because nobody can understand me apparently. <laughs> uh, but I can understand you. Um, so and the second thing is everything is so big. <laughs> 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 yes, we like it big here in the United States, Yanren. <laughs> yes, I guess there's uh, not many people, that's why it, it, it seems really, really big. But the meal is pretty big too. <laughs> yes. So, Yanren, what was your what was your first interest? What did you think that you wanted to do, sort of uh, career wise? What were you being drawn to? Well, when I was little, I really, really wanted to be a model. <laughs> I don't know why. And then, because uh, I was um, dressed up and cutting up stuff and um, wear them. So I thought I was going to be a model and walking around in the living room. Um, and then the reality hit, I I just can't grow anymore. Like, I'm five foot, and this is not going to happen. <laughs> so um, it was... It was sad for a second, and then I uh, just keep thinking, like, why would I want to be a model? Uh, I don't want to just walk the wrong way and, you know, walk back forth. We're pretty close. I actually like the spotlight. I want to be on the stage. So um, that was pretty interesting because considered I'm a very introvert. Um, and then I started thinking, why don't I be a fashion designer? Mm. Then I can have the stage and I can have my own only model. So that's what I decided to go to the um, college for uh, in California. And I was thinking, well, if I want to do this fashion thing, you know, either California, um, San Francisco, or um, New York. And New York is way too expensive, the same thing as San Francisco. So I picked the LA. Okay, and so did you? Did you end up working in the fashion industry? Yes, I uh, worked in fashion industry for a year or so, and 
Um, the shocking thing is, I do love the design. I can design all day. But the computer thing, basically what we do is just sit in front of the computer and design all day long. And I don't really talk to anybody in that cubicle area. Well, there is co-workers, but everybody was kind of busy working. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I don't really like the idea of just sitting there and do the computer thing. I like to talk to people. Okay. So, I, yeah, I decided to not to pursue that career. Uh, and then I stumbled on the retail job. Uh, which suits me very well because I like to talk to people. And for some reason, I was surprised. I was pretty good at selling, too. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm an introvert, and I don't like to sound pushy and salty. Uh, but, yeah, this is a way to have it all. <laughs> so so you move from fashion industry into the retail. You realize that you're, you're pretty good at the sales thing. Um, Mm-hmm. What was what was the shift from there that uh, that led you into the coaching? Yeah, and then I because I was talking to the coworker, and those coworkers are really young. They're like high school or just graduated high school mm-hmm. or early um, college, like freshmen. And then I was talking to them. They have no idea what they want to do, but most importantly, they don't have um, a plan. Uh, and that's what I. Um, decide I want to help um, because even though I'm not quite sure what my destiny is, what my purpose is at that time, I always had a plan. Let's say if I want to pursue this career uh, career fashion design early on, I had a plan like this is what I want to do, go to college, which college I want to go to, and afterwards what kind of internship I want to go get, and afterwards which um, job I want to apply for. So I always had a plan. And from the uh, conversation with the co-workers, I find out that what um, they're missing is basically a decision-making process of um, just make that stick, make that idea stick. It doesn't matter because you can have a million different ideas throughout your lifetime, but if you don't have a plan to stick on each uh, idea, then the idea is just going to pass you away very, very fast. You're uh, not going to get anything out of it. Yeah. And so you found yourself sort of by accident sort of coaching some of these younger co-workers <laughs> in the stores. And and yeah. at what point did sort of a light bulb go off that said, you know what, uh, maybe this is something that I could do as a career? Yes. So at that time, I have no idea what coaching industry is, and I just stumbled on some article or some interview. I forgot at that time, but yeah, I just stumbled on this uh, coaching industry, and it wowed me so much. Like, you can actually get paid for giving advice to people. I was very shocked. But anyway, I, yeah, I, I hired my first coach, and then the second one, because if I wanted get into this industry, I have no, like, what's this about, what people actually do. So I hired my first coach, and second, then I had an idea of, oh, my God, this is totally doable. <laughs> so I, I just, um, you know, got into it real fast. 
Great. And it sounds like you work with, uh, you primarily work with millennials. And if, mm-hmm. if, if you're my age, um, and I know sort of millennials, millennials often get a bad rap nowadays. Um, oh, yes. And I think... <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I think they're a fantastic generation. But what did, with you working with millennials, what is sort of what is it there that that you feel? I know this is a generalization, but what is what is that thing that they're really striving for most, and 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 how do you help them? Yes, so um, most of the millennials these days, um, the first idea it comes to their mind is I want to have my own business, mm-hmm. uh, which is like eighty percent people. They don't say, oh, I want to get a good job. They, want to, they mostly say, I want to get my own business. Yeah. So, um, yes. <laughs> and that note is, um, you, are, you need to understand why do you need one a business? Because having their, your own business is a huge responsibility. And it's a huge risk at that age. Um, because um, you don't necessarily, you see that, oh, people make money. Um, people work all over the city, country, and the globe. And, you know, people can work on their beach, in their yachts. But the reality is you need to work very, very hard. It's more than 40 hours a week. Right. And if you just want the money and the time, there's millions of jobs can give you flexible time and a good pay. And plus paying you the trouble. So do you want the responsibility or do you want the money and the time? That's the first thing I've helped them to figure it out. And once this got cleared, maybe they can get a really, really good job for what they want to do. And they don't have the responsibility to, you know, do the tax or the budgeting or the hiring (laughs) headache. Yeah, exactly. So most millennials go with the job option. But there are some people that they really, really want... um, sort of like a legacy thing, oh, I want people to know me as this person, and I want uh, to work for somebody else's dream. So there are some millennials like that. And so how do you help, and I loved how you opened up the podcast talking about how you help people find what's, what's really in their heart. It's not about finding a job, but about finding that heart. Uh, and, I, you know, when I talk to people, I call that sort of, you know, sort of discovering or revealing your purpose. What are some things that you do to help people sort of find that intrinsic, you know, uh, uh, motivation for them? Yes. So I think I'm pretty good at asking questions, which is that's what I heard mostly, like ask your question, like your blind spot. Um, mm. And sometimes I need help with blind spot too, right. because when you're in that zone, you just don't see yourself in the situation. And other, you need other people to point you out. And uh, so yeah, definitely ask a question, um, but ask a deeper question. Because when they do things, do say something or do something, it's different than what they, what they exactly want. Yeah, yeah. And, and that idea of helping them uncover sort of what is really most important to them, just like you use the example, do you really want to be an entrepreneur or what are you really sort of, what are you sort of really looking for? Mm-hmm. How have you, when you sort of, how was it that you came up with that for yourself? Because it sounds like you had that in you your whole life. Where do you think that came from? Yeah, I think it was very early on. Uh, my mom was an entrepreneur. Um, 
she was in the, the divorce, so I'm always with my mom, even with like business meetings and dinners. I just kind of sit on the other side of the table and hear what they're talking about and doing my own thing. Well, at that time, you know, a grow up don't think you understand anything that we're saying, but uh, in the deeper, I guess, unconsciously, I kind of got in all those conversations and I start thinking. And plus, you know, at that time, the divorce they didn't tell me, so it got me thinking as well. It's like, oh my God, is that my fault or something like that? But now, of course, I don't think that way. I I was glad that they, they did what they did um, because, you know, there's the, like a better future. You got meet um, somebody else, blah, blah. So, yeah, at that time, I got into like personal development books and reading like something like how do I make people like me or those kind of uh, what personality type thing or, you know, those kind of self-developing books. And then you got got me thinking more and more, the more I think of, the more I can't stop. So I guess that's how I started. Okay. And so for you, for you personally, as you sort of have developed your own, uh, your own philosophy, you've developed your own skill set, your personal development, what is your routine or, or, or what is it that you do from a self-care standpoint uh, so that you, that you make sure that you're sort of showing up at your best every day? Uh, uh, self-care point. Um, I guess I can uh, multi-passionate people, so I get confused all the time. Like, I have ideas all the time, so I write them down. Mm-hmm. And let's say if I have a coaching client and uh, I have so many ideas I want to give to them, and um, I just write them down, and some of them is not relevant to them. So I cross those off, maybe for the next client. But some of them are really, really relevant. So I get, make a note and expand from there. It's the same thing as my like business idea. I have so many, <laughs> and, and it pop out every day. Yeah. And then um, you just have to write it down and ask yourself the, the same questions that um, I ask for all my clients, like, why do you want to do this? Is this because this aspect, or is that because that aspect? And can you find, like, the middle point? Or um, is this in your budget? Is this, uh, you know, what your heart meant to do? So I have a lot of questions in my head every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I write them down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you do for yourself to sort of uh, unwind and to relax and reconnect with... Uh, with your own sort of, you know, rejuvenation? Um, I love to sleep. That's one of the secrets. I just love to sleep. I can't sleep all day. Um, <laughs> so when I feel frustrated, I just turn everything off and take a break to go to bed. Just maybe something, just lay there or read a book. Uh, just keep my head clear because I think too much and sometimes it's just... Um, getting too frustrated. Then I just go back to sleep, and a couple hours later, I get, um, like, a fresh mind, and then I open my computer just keep typing. Well, I, I just interviewed a sleep expert yesterday, so you'll have to listen for that podcast to make sure you're getting your good sleep. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I think uh, Christine, 
Um, yeah, she's a good friend of mine too. <laughs> good, good, good. Yes, so, and she was fantastic. So you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned all these questions that you come up with. Is there one particular question that you really love to ask everyone that you work with? Mm, one question. Mm, I think the one question is, is I guess the career question. Um, if you want to do this, what what do you get out of it? Like emotionally, financially, um, life-wise, future-wise, what do you get out of it that mm. makes you want to do this? Yeah. Yeah. And so what is your what is your goal moving forward, uh, Yanren? Is it... Uh, is there a sort of a, a, a goal or a vision or a, a dream scenario that you have your coaching turning into? Yes, I definitely want to help as many people as possible. And this coaching business-wise, my future goal is to connect with schools and industry. I guess there's a lot of organizations already doing it. Uh, one of them is NAPRI, which I'm a big fan of. They're like a non-profit organization uh, connect the industry to the classroom. So basically, there's like a video chatting thing. Uh, at school, teacher turn on the computer and the industry professional actually directly talk to the students what they do every day. Yeah. And this is what I really want to focus on. It's like brilliant idea to teach um, younger generation all about the society and workforce so they don't get lost when they get out of college like oh my god I don't even know <laughs> this job existed or I don't even know this job requires this and I don't really like doing this I was four years of my life doing this uh, uh, study this major or something I don't really like, want to do you know interesting yeah oh, that's fantastic and so what is the best way, um, Yanren, for people to get a hold of you or to get at your website, social media? Go ahead and plug yourself. Yeah, totally. So the best way to connect with me is through my email. Just, um, you can see anything like about the comments or my stories. Uh, just uh, send me an email. My email address is yanren at yankworkcoaching.com. And I check my email probably too many times a day. <laughs> Excellent. I'll include your your links in the in the podcast as well. And so, before we wrap things up here, Yanren, are you ready to to do some yes and improvisation? I'll give you I'll give you a word or an idea, and you go with the first thing that comes to you. All right. All right. You ready? All right. Here is the first. Here's the first word. Um, Arizona. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. All right. Um, uh, China. 
<laughs> Did you say people? <laughs> so, uh, U.S. Yeah. So the U.S. You you think of as being so big, but China you think of all the people. Oh, there's just too many. There's the no <laughs> amount of description can. Uh, describe how many, how many people <laughs> Great. All right. So fill in the blank. The biggest difference between the U.S. and China is mm, the food. The food. All right. Do you miss Do you miss your authentic Chinese food? Yeah, I like my grandma's cooking. Okay. Have you found anything in Arizona that comes close? Ooh, there's one noodle shop. I think it's very close. Okay. You'll have to give that to me offline so I can check it out when I'm in Arizona next week. Totally, <laughs> totally. All right, here we go. Here's the next one. Uh, in f- five years from now, I can't wait to what? Five years from now, I can't wait to have my own fashion design company. Your own fashion, de- <laughs> your own fashion design company? Yes. Um, actually, I was just... It was so surprised. I guess it's one of those law of attraction things. Um, last week, I was talking on the podcast about something about I want to have my own uh, fashion design company. And then this week, my mom called said she has some um, big boss want to open their um, garment shop or something. So it was pretty cool. Holy cow. Yeah, I would say so. All right, so make sure make sure you keep putting those requests out to universe. All right, so <laughs> so they come back to you. Absolutely. All right. Uh, the thing that scares me most is dark. Dark. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Well, you're in a very bright spot out there in Arizona. All right. <laughs> All right. And the last one, the thing that makes me say yes more than anything else is travel travel well mm-hmm. your your uh, your background definitely uh, reflects that Yanren <laughs> what's next what's the next destination mm, the next destination definitely get uh, more systemized on my coaching business and make it as automatic as possible okay Excellent. Well, Yanron, thanks so, so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for for jumping on the weekly Yes Am podcast. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Woohoo! Thank you so much, and thank you for listening.